Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget. Uh, we have a Julify app that you can give your donations and first fruits, uh, grace giving uh, the right app. And uh, if you can't make the service, so don't forget about that. I always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, socialize and God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, give the fire. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father in heaven, we thank you for another week, not promised. We thank you for this new week. We look forward to, Lord, in your abundance of grace, your mercy, and your kindness. Oh, God, we thank you for what you're doing and what you're going to do. And what you've done. We thank you, Lord, for being the God that you are, being the God in our lives, Lord, to love us anyway, even when our uh, sometimes not acting right, behaving as we should, but you still give us grace and your mercy. Oh, God, we love you. We thank you. Let those on the sound of my voice, Lord, be able to uh, hear your call, hear your voice, Lord. Let them pray and read scripture, Lord, so that they may be able to understand the will of God in their life. Oh, God, we love you. Bless your servant now, Lord, this weak, feeble person, this body that I am. Lord, give me strength and power from on high. Oh, God, now bless your word. Let the words of my mouth, meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glad for you to join us once again. A few minutes for Pastor Mac. Uh, we're still in the book of Acts. We'll be there uh, until the Lord says to move on. I'm trying to get as much as I can in Acts this first time doing this uh, with one particular book. Uh, but the Acts of the Apostles, some say the Acts of the Holy Spirit, but uh, we know it's written for the first century church, burgeoning church, that Jesus uh, created his body uh, of believers uh, to be worshipers and praises and evangelists most of all about the risen savior uh, chapter 9 in the book of acts verses 10 is where our claims our attention today that's where we see the record of luke as he gives evidence uh, and witness to uh, these things that are coming to pass uh, in the life of saul and this week ananias um, starting with the 10th chapter. I mean, read the CSB translation, whatever translation you have, we ask you to follow along. Acts chapter 9, beginning with verse 10. There was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias, and the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, here I am, Lord, he replied. Get up and go to the street called Straight. The Lord said to him, to the house of Judas, and asked for a man from Tarsus named Saul. And since he is praying there, in a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias coming 
and and coming in and placing his hands on him so that he may regain his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard from many people about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And he has authority here from the chief priest to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for this man is my chosen instrument to take my name to Gentiles, kings, and Israelites. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. When Ananias went and entered the house, he placed his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, Saul the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road you were traveling, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And at once something like scales fell from his eyes, and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. Chapter 9, verses 20, And Saul was with the disciples in Damascus for some time. Immediately he began proclaiming Jesus in the synagogues. He is the Son of God. The grass withers and the flower fades away, uh, but the word of our God shall stand for ever. The series title, uh, Get Your Acts Together. Today's sermon title uh, for this portion of our, uh, for your reading and the record of Luke is, you need proof of positive ID. You need proof of positive ID. In these times, these times call for different ways to do commerce. One such thing nowadays, and especially prevalent since the uh, onset of COVID last year, one such thing is to order online and either have it delivered or you may pick it up at the store after it has been gathered for you. They tell you that you need an order number and a positive ID. That is the only way to receive what has already been prepared for you is to have a positive ID. What you already own, you pay for it online and entitled to, you've already purchased it, is ready for you with a positive ID. May I offer a bit of information to someone under the sound of my voice is that what God has for you is already ready for you to receive, but you need a positive spiritual ID. What is a positive spiritual ID? Well, I'm glad you asked. It refers to being ready always for what God includes in your life for his glory and your good. Well, look at it this way. Through pain and heartbreak, ups and downs, highs and lows, keeping the faith in God that he will come through for you and see you through and make ways out of no ways. And this is the kicker. Keep on praying and staying in the word and praise him through all that you are going through and to and worship his name so that when he calls your name for a task, you are prepared to see it through. This is where we find Brother Ananias uh, in the text in Damascus. The Lord called his name and he replied, here I am, Lord. Can I put a parenthetical pause right there? I won't 
hold you too long, but right there is a key for some of our lives today. The Lord called his name and he replied, here I am. How many of us the Lord has called and told us to do something, called our name and told us and, and, and gave us his will and did we answer, here I am, Lord, or did we answer, Lord, why me? Why are you bothering me? Why can I do it later? Can I answer you later? Ananias answered, here I am, which should be the mantra call for most of us, all of us in our lives, that we need to make sure that we say, here I am, Lord, send me, so that we can be wholly effective for the kingdom of God. Well, a couple of things to lift up, and I'll be out. You have one. We see Ananias, and I spoke last week on Saul and his dealing, and this week is a, a combination, a combo, if you will, of both. But I want to pick at Ananias and what he was looking at. And first we see we all have a purpose. Verse 10 through 12, it said, There was a disciple, Ananias, in Damascus. He said, Here I am, Lord. God said, Get up. <laughs> Go to the street called Straight to the house of Judas, and ask for a man named Saul. We all got a purpose. We Purpose is about establishing a set of values, principles, and beliefs that give life meaning to you, and then using them to guide the, the decisions and actions you take. The purpose that we should have is under the guidance and the, the, the power of the Lord. God's purpose for you could be just like either Saul or Ananias. And Ananias' purpose was to be a deliverer, an instrument, a tool used by God for the deliverance of Saul. Ananias is not mentioned anywhere else, but right here, he's the deliverer. He's the bringer of the word. He's a bringer of grace to one named Saul. And we know what Saul ends up becoming Paul and one of the greatest missionaries for the church of Christ in the history of the world. So it wasn't a small to-do list that he was doing. It was of great consequence, and the world has never been the same since Saul, who's now named Paul, will be Paul, has changed the game forever. There's nothing small about it. And Ananias had made himself available. It doesn't give a background for this, but I can assume safely that he had been understanding that he needed to be in God. He had faith in Jesus. He, he believed the very word. He was a disciple. He had come to an understanding in his own life, and now he's receiving a purpose, his purpose from the Lord. Oh, my brothers and sisters, it's wonderful to have a purpose. No matter if you think you're a super saint or you think you consider yourself a small, there is a purpose for you. God doesn't hold anybody back to work in his kingdom. God does not hold anyone back. If you're willing and able, he can use you. Sometimes we, Chris, we sell ourselves short. We don't come up to where we ought to in the power of God. But if you are available... He can use you for the kingdom. And that should inspire some of us to live our life according to the word of God. She causes us to be more faithful at church, to be more uh, 
faithful in our tithing, to be faithful in our evangelistic efforts. But we first got to first be available to have purpose with God. We all have a purpose. Don't let nobody talk you out of your purpose. Don't let nobody talk you from coming to church. That's part of your purpose. Come to church. Reading your word. Praying. Being prepared for what God is going to face you with. You might as well go ahead and get ready. There's going to be some storm and rain, some tests. They're coming. Either in one now or getting out of one, but you've been in one, but they're going to be part of your life. And you need to make sure you're standing firm on the word of God. Make sure your purpose is under the mandate of the Lord. And secondly, we all have a distraction. Verse 13, 14, Lord, and Ananias answered, I have heard from many people. He's talking about, talking about Saul, about this man, <laughs> how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. He was coming to get Ananias in prison. Ananias, just to give a little background, he was a disciple. Some scholars say he was a pastor of the church in Damascus. But whoever he was, he was a known Christian, and Saul was on his way to imprison Ananias. So Ananias had a little, see, that's why I said distraction could be your own self. You can talk yourself out of being blessed by God. That's a distraction. You can talk yourself out of God opening up the windows of heaven for you. Your reluctance to obedience is a distraction. Disobedience is a distraction. It hinders you. It keeps you. It falters your faith. It takes you out of the game, puts you on the sideline because you're not participating in the will of God. Yeah. So don't, 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 don't get it twisted. You, you are distracting yourself when you allow yourself to talk you out of what God has for you. Ananias on that track, he, he, and I can see how he could be a little trepidation set in. See how he could be a little bit uh, um, 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 not understanding the totality of what God was trying to do for him with this man who was sent or was going to come and try to imprison them because they were preaching and teaching the word of God. I, I understand you. You could understand too if you were put in that position. You, oh, oh, wait a minute. Matter of fact, some of you already have, and you failed the test. You had a chance to speak up for God, and you didn't. You distracted your own. So you took yourself out of God's will. You may have been at work. You could have been around family, but you kept your mouth closed about those things about the Lord. <laughs> Yeah, just obey God. Somebody say, just obey God. Don't wait until you're totally prepared to obey. Just obey God. You never be prepared. Just obey Him. Allow His power and strength to undergird you for the task that He has commanded you to do. We all got some distractions. We all got some obstacles. We all got some things that we must come in. Allow the Lord to come in and fully uh, encompass us with his power. <laughs> That's what Ananias was facing. He he knew, he knew, he said, this dude, oh Lord, 
Really? Me? Why me? I've been faithful. I, 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 but, but I didn't want to bother nobody. I don't want to rock the boat. But this dude is a bad dude, and he's been out searching for people like me. Well, we all have a purpose. We all have distractions. Well, my brothers and sisters, beloved, uh, we all have a calling. Verse 15 to 17, the Lord said to him, Go, for this man will be my chosen instrument to take my name to Gentiles, kings, and Israelites. I like 16 said, I will show him how much he must suffer in my name. And the Bible says, Ananias went and entered the house. He placed his hands on him and extended the grace by saying, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road you were traveling has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Well, my brothers and sisters, this calling a strong inner impulse toward a particular course of action, especially when accompanied by conviction of divine influence. Ananias did not go on his own strength, but he went in the power and strength of the Lord. You can't live your life without the power of the Lord. There must be in your life a recognition of obedience. There must be in your life a recognition of your own weakness. There must be in your life a recognition that you can't do this all by yourself, that it must take some supernatural divine help in the name of the Lord. And then we can see that the grace that Ananias gave to him, he said, Brother Saul, look at the turn of events. After being afraid of this man, this man was coming to get him. This man was coming to wreak havoc in the city. This man was coming for the people of God. He can now say, Brother Saul, I recognize you now as someone who's doing some things for the Lord. And that's the way we're supposed to act with one another. You may have been somebody else in the world. You may have been a bad mama jammer out there and doing the work of the enemy. But if you have been saved 
and called by the name of the Lord. I ain't here to judge you now, but I'm here to extend grace because you got a positive idea. I'm here to extend love and kindness because you got a positive idea. And since grace was afforded to me, I can extend it to you. Isn't it good news? To know that God can take anybody and make some positive idea. Isn't it good news to know that God's still in the changing business? Even though Saul was coming to imprison him, he came and set Saul free. Isn't it good news to know that Jesus is still in the setting free business? Even in 2021, he's still in the setting free business. And as I get out of here, in verse number 20, Luke records that immediately after the obedience of Ananias, Saul began to proclaim Jesus in the synagogue that Jesus is the Son of God. Christ accepts us where we are, but when he accepts us, we cannot remain the same. And because of Ananias, Saul had a change in his life. And that is what we need to do for the kingdom, is that we need to be available to be used by God. If just one life is changed for the better, if just one life is made whole for the Lord, if just one life is brought to the knowledge of the Lord, then we have done our job for the kingdom because he had Ananias, a positive ID with the Lord. He was available to be used by the Lord. And how many of us, under the sound of my voice, can say that I'm available for the Lord? How many can say that, Lord, whatever you need me to do, whatever you want me to do wherever you want me to go I will I will obey your word and why do we need to obey the Lord cause he has done great things for us so I'm gonna come here every chance I get every day of my life and give him some praise and bless his name is there anybody under the sound of my voice who can give a shout about his goodness and his mercy is there anybody in the sound of my voice who can testify that God did it for me. He made ways 
when there was no way. If the Lord has been good to you, quit acting like you're so sophisticated. If the Lord has been so good to you, quit acting like you don't owe him some praise. If the Lord has been good to you, if the Lord has delivered you, why don't you raise your hand, lift your voice, let him know that the God I serve, I will live for him, and I will die for him. Let him know how serious you are about this kingdom business, and the only reason, the only reason I glorify him, the only reason I praise his name, the only reason I praise my God, is that one good Friday night on a hill called Calvary, they marched him up a old rugged hill with an old rugged cross. They messed up when they nailed his hands and riveted his feet and he died. Oh, he died. He died till the sun refused to shine. He died till the moon dripped away in blood. Oh, he died till the earth shook like a drunk man. Simply say this prayer, Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you. And be a blessing for you this week uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us bless you God bless you county line we love you to life and you can't do anything about it look forward to next week the Lord says the same we hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord God bless you and we'll see you next week Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say.